Toy for this podcast on drawing deeply from the wells of life's lessons, captured in the title, No Grit, No Pearl. It's a tough statement, I know, but it's true. These life-shaping lessons come from parts of both of my books, What in the World Are You Waiting For? and Turn It Around. Life really is a theatre of light and shade, a journey of discovery. Sometimes it's like a whirlwind, and other times it is as serene as a lake on a perfectly still day. Like a seasoned sailor, we need to learn to adjust our sails and stay on course. Life calls for us to prepare as well as we can for the good times and the less than best of times. We try to be ready in and out of season. Sometimes you may feel confident that your boat is watertight. You can have your plans well written out, solidly set up in your mind. You can even make future arrangements in light of these plans. But as life unfolds, it sometimes brings a surge, a sudden rising of the tide, a change in the ebb and flow that interrupts the rhythm and the timing of those plans. Occasionally, even bringing with it uncertainty and fear. What is your recovery strategy when these unexpected elements rush in like a flood? The boat you see represents your life. Every captain wants to ensure that his ship is in good sailing condition. All the safety equipment has been checked, double-checked and rechecked again. And he needs to know that he's good to go. The galley is well stocked with food and water. The life jackets are stowed in an easily accessible place. Then the ropes are loosened from the bollards, the chart and the compass are at the ready and the throttle is pushed forward to start the journey. The conditions, they are perfect. The sun blazes in its glory, the wind is light enough to keep you fresh and sailing in the desired horizontal direction and all is well with your soul. The experience leaves you smiling, taking in the surrounding sights and sounds. You are content. But wait, there's a sudden dramatic change in the wind. Just when you thought you had the vessel safely underway in a predictable environment, there's an upsurge in the waters. What felt like a safe vessel has now become unstable and temperamental. What appeared to be calm waters has turned into a tumultuous bubbling soup, leaving your head spinning and your heart thumping in panic. You tighten your grip on the wheel. You are at the mercy of the waves whichever way you turn. You felt so in control. What happened? You cannot believe how threatening water can be. You know your boat's engine is powerful, but now it seems no match for the ocean you're in. And then motion sickness takes hold. Your head is spinning. It was all so clear you were totally on course. Now there seems to be only fear, when before you felt so bold. Abigail Adams made a powerful statement. She says it's not in the still calm of life or the repose of a Pacific station that great characters are formed. The habits of a vigorous mind are formed in contending with difficulties. The fact of life is that we are all frequently caught in these storms and turmoil. The truth is that there is one captain who not only commands a vessel with authority, but also with effortless ease. He walks on the very waters that are disturbing us. 
With a few words, he calms the raging seas and it feels like the sovereign will of the captain has entered your little domain where you once felt so in control. This is when we need to trust him and be all in, even when the waves seem to want to overwhelm us. Personally, as I have pondered over the last nine months of my life, when the stormy oceans were terrifying heights, I look to the one who calms the seas for guidance and direction. These truths that I have discovered is what I want to share with you today in the hope, and remember that hope always lights our way, in the hope that they will inspire you to keep your own boat afloat, whatever your circumstances may be right now. I've had to explore what grief really is. Does it ever go away? Or do we learn to live with it? A pearl of great price that I've discovered is that the beauty of grief is a pure emotion because you cannot dress it up, hide it, wish it away or ignore it. You have to live through it, embrace it and let it work its way through you, reshaping and molding you all the while. We breathe, you and I, because God graces us to breathe. We must find the place of comfort as he holds us to his chest in sublime rest, even when we can't see over the next wave. Yes, love, loss, grief. It's probably the most intense heartache I've ever known. And it has recreated a woman that I'm still trying to get to know. And for those of you who have been through deep separation and grief will know exactly what I'm talking about. But it's deeply okay to be that honest with yourself. Because in the midst of it all, he leads you by still waters all of the way. So then a key to navigating these rough waters of life is to seek God with all of your heart, with all of your mind and with all of your strength in every area of your life, in your business, with your future matters. You will walk in his favour and his benefits will open doors for you that no person can close. There are no coincidences, only God incidences. Where others might hope for a good outcome, you can know the power of a God outcome when you seek him with all of your heart and you put him first. When others may strive to perform to achieve, you will be still and you will know that he is God. And in and through it all, never despise the day of small beginnings. You really do not know how big, effective or successful you can become with the right attitude, training, determination, submission to a process and then having resilience in that process. You could just be one idea away from say a product or a service or a presentation that could profoundly influence your world. Big things do start small, you know. The ignition switch, however, is the starting. We've got to make it our motto, don't delay, start today. Close your ears to those people who tell you it cannot be done and remove yourself from the naysayers and the negativity. Imagine having a naysayer and negative sailor at the helm. These people are designed to make you inactive and question your own valuable experiences and abilities and you've got to be able to move away from them to keep yourself established and strong in your direction and to keep yourself going 
in the place that you know you desire to go and to be in and do that with purpose. When last did you write out or perhaps draw and detail or cut and paste or however you might choose to put your vision before you? When last did you create that vision that is top of mind for you, despite how you may be feeling? Do something every day that helps you keep that vision before you. Keep it in the forefront of your mind, birth it, breathe life into it and keep it alive. Ensure each day that what you are doing and how you are spending your time takes you closer to where you desire to be. In and through it all, you'll have to get to grips with your why. Your why for being you and doing the things that you do. By embracing your why, you will have reason to educate yourself in new things on a daily basis. Perhaps you want to develop your communication skills or expand your vocabulary. It is startling to be reminded that everything in this world began through God's creative communication. It then reminds us that communication creates. So why not commit yourself to a continuous process of improvement and development in every sphere of your life, but particularly in the way that you communicate. And communication starts in the way that you think. Thoughts are rehearsals for your actions. Thoughts are the precursor to your speech. And so you've got to watch out for your self-talk because it won't be long before you'll be living this out in your daily life. If your thoughts have been in a downward spiral, you can't wonder why you are experiencing unpleasant outcomes. So you've got to keep your thoughts and your self-talk consistently aligned with your vision. Vision creates a future pathway despite your present reality. And it is your privilege to create your new pathway. Proverbs 4.23 says, Guard your heart, for out of your heart flows the true reflection of your life. It's a choice to keep your heart light and joyful, to keep it free from unnecessary anger, bitterness, resentment and unforgiveness will do you so much good. Your health will turn the corner. We need to live with the values of honesty, integrity and trustworthiness because they really back us up when things turn against us. If you have health, you have real wealth. If you have everything but you do not have health, you have a serious wealth deficit. Our body houses who we really are, and therefore we need to take good care of our temples. It is what you offer each day to God, your family, your friends, and your wider circles of influence. Everything about you is housed in your flesh and bones. And so we need to make a decision from today to treat ourselves the best way we possibly can if we want to give the best of ourselves to the people around us. Another key lesson in having this beautiful 
pearl formed in your life is to treasure time, for it is irreplaceable. Life is like a coin. You can only spend it once. I've made a concerted effort to minimise the regrets in my life. Too many things you see can take up our valuable airtime. Then we feel depleted but often realise too late that we're out of data. We lose connection with ourselves, we lose that intimate connection with God and with those precious people in our lives. One of my life choices is not to be a time pauper. Rather, I want to make royal use of time. Time honours you when you honour time. It is, after all, the gift of time. Your most valuable possessions and treasures in your life are your loved ones. And you'll really only experience that when they're no longer with you. So be cautious never to trade your real treasures for a career, a sport interest, or perhaps even a purposeless pursuit. You know, not all that glitters is gold. Because you'll be leaner in your soul if you follow those things that leave you empty. Rather let those you care for know that you love them and make it a daily practice to tell them, to show them and to connect with them. Your memories of a life well lived is all you will be taking with you when earth is no longer your home. And remember you cannot give what you do not have so you've got to love who you are first and take care of yourself. You've got to eat well and exercise regularly, sleep well, love more, laugh often, live joyfully and let the distractions and the temptations go. Otherwise you find yourself often coming up empty. As Irma Bombeck, an American humorist and journalist once wrote, someone asked me the other day, if I had to live my life over, would I change anything? She said, yes, I would have gone to bed when I was sick instead of pretending that the earth would go into a holding pattern if I weren't there for the day. And we need to follow that advice and let go of the intensity we create in our lives. At the same time, we do need to keep the balance of being firm and disciplined with ourselves. And as daily disciplines, we've got to remember that they do determine our destiny. And, they, and we've got to take care of those little foxes that spoil the vine. Those little things that don't seem all that important or all that interruptive, but they are. Discipline certainly determines your destiny. And this is again where wisdom is a key life principle. In the book of Kings, chapter 3, we read that King Solomon was presented with a choice to ask for anything he desired. I wonder what our answer would be if God said to us, you can ask me for anything you desire and it will be yours. Solomon opted for wisdom. And the Bible so beautifully details the riches of wisdom that are necessary for us if we really want to succeed in life. If we want to know success in our life, our business and our future, we have to crown it with wisdom. Because wisdom is the supreme gift. We are exhorted in the book of Proverbs that in all of our getting to gain understanding, to apply wisdom and watch these benefits accrue to our lives. Choose to live a life of wisdom-based 
living. Have absolute clarity of the principles for which you stand. Otherwise, you may easily be toppled by another's persuasive lack of principles. This is when wisdom needs to be the bedrock of every single choice that we make. We need to deeply know and embrace that we were created by God for his distinct purpose. He has a personal script for you to live out. And when you are living according to his script, you will find everything is already designed in your DNA for you to live through. So what in the world are you waiting for? favorite proverbs in the Bible says this, through skillful and godly wisdom a house which is a life, a home, a family is built and by understanding it is established on a sound and good foundation and by knowledge its rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. You can read that in Proverbs 24 verses 3 to 4. The prime lesson I have learned through this is that your heart and mind regulate your hands. What you do is an extension of what is taking place on the inside of you. Build well and build strong on the inside. Then you can have impact on the outside. Between your pain and your gain, there is a wealth of knowledge to be acquired. The quicker we decide to learn and grow in wisdom, the quicker the pain will dissipate. You won't realize your growth until you have a history. Every day you're writing another page in the history book of your personal life. Who is emerging and what is the legacy you are creating? I may have lost a legend in my life in the form of Ernest Toy, but he left a powerful legacy. And it forces us to all ask the question, what avenues through this are opening up to me? Because life is for the living. So take the opportunities where you've felt desolate and barren and alone and grief-stricken and where you've been challenged and perhaps have faced a loss of a business, a loss of something that you had dreamed about for so many years, maybe even a loss of a home. Take these opportunities and see them as invaluable growth paths. Remember that you can never fail at being you. God will help you to be successful, but he will never make you successful at being someone else. There is no other you. Seven billion people plus on planet Earth and only one you. That's why what you write in your history book is very important. You are a unique, never to be recreated, amazing human being. Make the most of the miracle. A pearl does come at great price and we need to allow ourselves to go through the process of the irritation and the 
uncomfortable environment in which a pearl is created for us to really come forth, shining at our best, living our best life, not sometime in the future, but now. So yep, we need to go through the process of grit, but it creates a marvelous pearl. Ask yourself every day, if I am alive for such a time as this, what can I do to bring a greater contribution to my world? How can I enlarge my new beginning? So may God bless you and keep you. and May God make his face to gloriously shine upon you and give you his peace. Thank you for being with me, Angelique Toy. Until we connect again.